0: Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it's entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you doing? I'm doing good, how are you doing? Doing good, yep, doing alright today. Uh, it's very humid, I know that we talked a little bit before we started recording. It's uh, humid for I think both of us, so um, how is it going over there?
1: Ah, uh, it's sweaty and gross, it's, yeah. it's tons yeah. of fun, let me tell
0: you. <laughs> yeah, it's also just... I don't know about you or if if it's a bit different over there, but the humidity just makes people a lot more tired as well. So that's a fun part to add to it. Uh, But aside from all the weather and all that, uh, what have you been playing? Uh,
1: Mostly I've been getting back into Medieval Dynasty. Uh, We talked about it a while ago. It was a game that I was intrigued at when it came out. It's still very early on in the process. I mean, the alpha state is still technically at 0.5. Um, they did make some really good quality of life improvements. did make a few things more streamlined. So I'm able to do more in the game. There's just not a lot to do. Um, yeah. So I'm still trying to learn the mechanics, things like that. What, Basically, you're... What game did you say? Sorry? What game medieval you say? Dynasty.
0: Okay. All right. What's that one? Uh PC or something? It's on Steam, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you know if it's available anywhere else? I
1: doubt it's... It might be like on the Epic Store, but I doubt it's on console because, like I said, it is pre alpha technically and they tend not to put those kinds of games. Plus it's a game that doesn't really work on a console. You really need a keyboard and mouse. Okay. Okay. Um, what else have you been playing? Uh that's really it. I've spent most of my time trying to find employment,
0: so Oh, true. Yeah. So Uh, There you go with that. Uh, The only thing I've been playing is uh, Last of Us 2 and a bit of um, Pez as well. I sort of progressed a bit further into my um, Master League, it's called. Uh, It's not actually called Create Mode, it's called Master League. I don't know if there's like a rights thing or if they just felt like calling it something different. But it's a season, normal season kind of thing anyway. Um, There's something really kind of like... I don't think I I call it weird. I call it something kind of funny that's happened with... Uh, the Pez Master League, and I don't know if this happens in all of them or if it's like, if it's like a common thing or whatever. If I look in my youth academy, you know, to look for rising, upcoming players and that sort of thing that are in in my youth academy, there's a whole bunch of players who, in the real world at the moment, are probably like thirty plus in terms of their age. So you know, in in their last sort of years of their career, um, a bunch of them are listed. In my youth academy, they're all the the exact same versions of those players. Like, same face, same, like, position, and, like, preferred foot, and same stats, and those sorts of things. Um, but they're all, like, 16-year-old versions of those people. Um, which I, I first discovered when, because uh, there's a player I used to play for May Night, actually, called Tom Cleverley. I did quite like him, actually, but he, he left and went to, um, I think it was Watford or something. And uh, he's probably, like, 30-ish by now. And I uh, promoted him to the... Because that's where you go in the academy and you promote people to your uh, first team and stuff. I thought, oh, Tom Cleverley's in here. That's a bit kind of strange. Uh, why is he in... First of all, why is he in the youth my youth academy when he should be like at Watford or whatever? That was the first part. And then I thought, hang on a minute. If I'm promoted him from the youth academy, how old is he? And I clicked on player details and it said like 16. Um... And then the other day, because I was looking for another striker, because my striker at the moment, Cavani, is like 35, so he probably hasn't got uh, many years left playing and that sort of thing. So I thought, hey, I'll go in there and see if I can um, like promote a uh, a youth uh, striker and stuff. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Andy Carroll. He's an English player. He's played for like Liverpool. He's played for Newcastle, currently plays for Newcastle, and he's played for some other teams as well. Um... And he was in there again, exact, exact same person. And he's 16. So I've currently got this weird situation where I've got I think Cleverly in the game is like 17 or 18 now, a 17 or 18 year old Tom Cleverly, and then a 16 year old Andy Carroll, where in the real world Andy Carroll is like 34, 33. Um, I think it's kind of like weird and interesting. I've I've never seen it happen in a in a football game before. Um, and there's loads and loads of other names of like older players in there. There's, um, I, I think his name's Mandanda. He's a goalkeeper for uh, I think it's Inter Milan or, or somebody like that, one one of the other foreign teams. And he's in there. He's like 16 years old. And there's people like Stuart Downing, who I think have like retired now. And he's like 16. <laughs> so uh, it um... sounds
1: like the developers just wanted to you know flesh out rosters. Yeah, but yeah. you know if you take players that are up and coming. They probably couldn't get the rice to them. I don't know about in the UK, but uh, here in America, uh, non-pro athletes that are like in the collegiate level or in the high school level, there's actually rules against them making money off of their name ah. um, for sports. Um, that's why you don't. That's why with college American football, you don't really see player names or likenesses. It's just uh-huh. a bunch of rando stuff. Is because they're not allowed to sell their likeness. Although some people are trying to change that um which is neither here nor there it's just it is what it is so
0: um but i'm wondering if there's something similar with that maybe maybe um but yeah it's just it's just interesting that i could i could end up with a team full of like 16 to 20 year olds that are all players that are either really old now or retired (laughs) So, uh, yeah, obviously I can't sell all my main players and then promote them, because I won't end up winning anything, because they're, cause they're, they're, by the way, they're not, like, 80 90 rated players, they're all, like, 65-70 uh, rated sort of players. So obviously, the stats got... are appropriate for their age. Yeah, 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 because they would be, you know, uh up-and-coming sort of players. Some of them are rated, like, a little bit higher, obviously you've got more, more of the ones that are sort of, okay, th- these ones are sort of the promising ones that stick out, but it's just uh, it's very interesting, but it's it's kind of cool in a way cuz at least i at least so that's the thing if you go into like any cuz i don't really know man united's youth academy i know a few players here and there some of them got promoted this season as well uh some that i hadn't heard of um but like if i want to dip into that youth academy and promote some of those players at least i kind of know what they're like they're just sort of slightly worse versions or underdeveloped versions of those players so that was that was kind of fun <laughs> but uh yeah just just having a 16 year old Eddie Carroll play for Man United uh in 2020 I think I think I'm on 2022 or 23 now uh for the year is uh, very strange but very cool as well so I've been doing that I've uh, been streaming a bunch of the Last of Us two haven't got re- really any new thoughts obviously I've talked about the game a dozen times so uh but I'm kind of nearing the end ish uh i've not i don't think i've got that long left of it and i i tend to stream a bunch of it on Sundays, so maybe a couple of more sundays and some other sporadic streams here and there and i can uh platinum it i'm doing quite well as well in terms of the actual because i'm not just streaming the last of us for the sake of it i'm actually trying to do the uh the player upgrades and the weapon upgrades, because those are the two trophies I'm missing for the uh the platinum as well. And I might as well I might as well go for it now, you know, now that I've got all the collectibles and that sort of thing. So uh that's been pretty good as well. Um but I, I'm doing I haven't got that much left to do for that, and there isn't that much time left, so I might be able to do it like right at the last kind of bit as well, which would be good. If I don't manage to do it, I think I can take the progress that I've made. And just do a chapter select. And then kind of play the game earlier. I think I can do that anyway. Hopefully. So. We'll see how that works out. Uh been watching a um, bunch of people on, on YouTube and stuff. Uh been watching. I watched all of Cadicoros' um, playthrough. Of uh, both Resident Evil Village. And of uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. Um, he streams like on. I think on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. I, I haven't catched every single stream. But I've caught some here. And then. Use, like, Twitch VOD and YouTube videos and that sort of stuff to catch up with it. I will say for Resident Evil Village, obviously I didn't play the game, but I watched him play it. Uh, The story is kind of complete nonsense. But the whole point of me watching him was he's great at doing the comedy stuff. He's got, like, Twitch alerts that are quite funny as well. And uh, especially, you know, when certain viewers choose certain moments to make those alerts come up. Especially for, like, a horror game as well. So that's been quite cool. Uh, so I watched him play that, then watched him play World Soulstorm as well. Um, I've been doing other stuff in the background, kind of, while I've been watching these. So, like, making certain drafts and promoting things, that kind of stuff. But uh, that's been pretty fun as well. Uh, have you seen any of uh, Village, Resident Evil Village?
1: Yeah, one of the UK streamers that I follow, she goes under Don't Rage Quit.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, she's been playing that, and she has a lot of
0: fun alerts too, so. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, in terms of Resident Evil, I'm not expecting, like, you know a masterfully crafted story resident Evil's always kind of been a bit nonsensical but there's a couple of things that happen in that story where it's like okay that just like actually doesn't make any sense and it doesn't feel like it's supposed to and that you're supposed to kind of just go with it for the fun of it so it it approaches that from a good angle it but it still is nonsense <laughs> so, but uh it, it was just mainly fun to see you know him play a horror game and with the alerts and the comedy and the timing and that sort of stuff so That was good. Um, Been watching some uh, PlayStation Access as well. I kind of mentioned it to you. Oh, no. Sorry, the other game that I uh, meant to mention for him. Um, I I didn't want to watch him play all of it because I do want to play some of it myself when I get a PS5. But uh, Astro's Playroom, which was the free game that you get. I think it's like actually pre-installed on PS5 that you get. uh, Uses Astro, the kind of new character and stuff. And um, I'll say that, I mean, that game has been kind of blowing my mind both from a nostalgic perspective because it's all to do with like playstation history and that sort of thing um if if those of you that are listening and that want an actual example of specifically what i want from video games in terms of gameplay interactivity animation and like how characters react to things not in a story sense but in a gameplay sense that is a perfect example of that. The way that you can interact with almost anything. Uh, the way that the animations work. The way that the game functions. All like, the haptic feedback stuff. Which is more controller based. I, I know that. But um, in terms of how I would like games to try to improve on some of those things. That is a literal perfect example of what I would like to see. I, I, I remember reading some a, a lot of praise for Astro's Playroom. Um but before I'd I'd seen any of it. And it was getting a lot of praise for, like, you know, its interactivity features, the haptic feedback, and just how you can kind of interact with things. Because it's not just um, you playing as Astro and collecting things. You can actually, like, interact with some of the things you collect with, and um, it's really, really cool for for all that as well. Have you seen any of uh, Astro's Playroom? I've seen a little bit of it. It looks cool. I've heard that it's uh, a
1: great game in terms of... uh... (laughs) how the the controller works, like you were talking about with the haptic yeah. feedbacks. Obviously, since I don't have a PS5, I can't really confirm that, but everybody that I know that does talks about it endlessly and just
0: raves on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, it's really, really, really good for that. But I didn't want to watch the whole thing because I do want to play it, so I watched about... He's only got three videos on it because it's quite a short game. So I watched about a video and a half, and then I, I stopped. I will watch him play the rest of it, but I just want to experience at least some of it fresh for myself as well so not really like in terms of spoilers just surprises and you know all that kind of thing so uh, and the playstation references are great as well so that's that's really good uh yeah the other thing i've been doing is watching a bunch of playstation access they uploaded this um uh guess the top answers in our playstation quiz that came out two weeks ago um which was which was quite good um yeah and i quite like um rosie from the team as well i think she's quite nice uh, just the same way I like that I liked uh, Polly, who was on there before. She's the woman that I mentioned last week. She was working with uh, CG Project Red for uh, for about two and a half years, and she's now left there to go and work on some uh, other things. Um, I know I sent you a message about that and everything as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah, have you ever seen any of uh, PlayStation Access's videos, anything like that?
1: No, I haven't, but okay. then again, like I said, I've spent a lot of my time job hunting right now, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, that, uh, that was pretty, it was some really, like, particular funny moments in that quiz as well, just with uh, some of the answers that, I think it was Rob, some of the answers that he uh, wasn't happy with, <laughs> that was great as well. Uh, so that's basically what I've been up to, is kind of watching other people play games <laughs> and then streaming my own. Uh, but once I finish with Last of Us, and I, I'll then get back to Boomerang, and uh Start playing some other games. So uh, that's pretty much it for that. Uh, let's get into some housekeeping. And then we're So we going to do things slightly differently this week. We're going to do housekeeping. Then we're going to talk about our E3 predictions. As you've seen from the title of this episode. Then we're going to get into news after that. Because E3 predictions isn't news. It's us doing predictions. So it's a different segment. So we'll do housekeeping next. Then we will go into our predictions. And then we'll talk about news. And then we'll get into emails. So uh, plenty still to come. Uh, join us for that here in a minute. all right, so recently on entertainment talk uh things have been um under sort of maintenance today, not just for entertainment talk, but I heard that like Google went down today and or like Amazon and Reddit and places like that uh the website was kind of slow itself, but it seemed to be some sort of weird technology like outage or or something like that, but things seem to be back up and running now, so you should be able to use the website properly um Weirdly, the iTunes feeds from episodes I posted today were updated and fine, but the website itself was running slow. But anyway, it seems to be all right now. So, uh, speaking of some of that content, I did a podcast uh, on The World of the Last of Us uh, discussing a scene between uh, Abby and Owen. Um, It was basically, I got to a part in the game where one of their scenes together happens and I wanted to sort of take the audio from that and the video as well, sort of clipped the, the, the little scene from it and uh, release that both as an audio thing and as a video so you can either watch the scene and hear me talk about it or you can listen to it and hear me talk about it it's entirely up to you uh the uh, video itself and the whole let's play is on youtube and you can also look at the either the embedded version of the video on the post or you can simply just listen to the uh actual podcast itself so you've got some options there so that was that one uh fear the walking dead still continuing to come back this week after its uh break last week Uh, season 6 episode 15 is the newest one the penultimate episode and next week is the season finale has been renewed for season 7 was renewed a long time ago uh so that will be back i think later this year as well but uh season finishes next week with season 6 episode episode 16 but uh episode 15 was this week did you was you gonna say something then what did you do to make a noise? oh i
1: was just get i was looking to get the official list because it was a massive uh denial of service attack yeah at one point the independent the guardian Fox, buzzfeed vice cnn financial times the spectator the new york times whitehouse.gov and gov.uk were all down at some point
0: yeah it's a lot it's a lot of stuff so of course my because i was looking on the website to uh Get the picture for the Last of Us thing to put on Instagram. And then the website started running slow. And my first instinct was, oh, there's something wrong with the website. And then started looking around online a bit more and realized what was going on. So, yeah, it wasn't an entertainment talk specific issue. It was a lot of other companies as well. But uh, it seems to be all right now. So, mm-hmm. that's good. um So, yeah, that's for Fear the Walking Dead, season six, episode 15. I uh, did a wrap up podcast for the United Cast for the 20 to 21 uh, season and talked about the highs and lows of the season uh, ultimately man united finished with no trophies but second place in the league in in the league sorry which is achieving essentially the same thing that we did last season but slightly better if that makes sense uh we'll be back next season obviously to talk about that there is the euros happening don't expect many if any podcasts for the euros uh if i decide to do those uh but the transfers are sort of happening and once we actually buy some players or sell some players if that ever happens um i'll come back to talk about those but if not the season is going to be back in august i hope we buy some players because we we need some so uh that should be good uh but yeah that's the wrap-up podcast for the united cast for this season and i'll be back late july early august ish depend depends on when things happen next so look out for that uh i did a pitch for another video for a, a video game Uh, This one's for A Quiet Place, Uh, of course the film series, which has got a first and second film. Uh, Just talking about certain features in the game that I think would work well with that type of world, and how that would all kind of work with A uh, Quiet Place. Uh, It is sort of a more PlayStation-based game, because there's a lot of stuff I talk about with um, haptic feedback and things you can do with the DualShock that you can't really do with an Xbox controller. So it is more of a PlayStation-based game, but it could work in some way, shape or form, I guess on uh, Xbox, couldn't really work on Switch, because the Switch is the Switch, and the Joy-Cons are the Joy-Cons, but um, if you've seen the films or whatever, or you're interested in my pitch for that, you can listen to that. I did a TV talk last week with Grey. Uh, We talked about the High School Musical TV series, which has come back for its second season. Talked about Love, Victor, which is also coming back for its uh, second season soon. I think that's on uh, Disney Plus and Hulu in the the next couple of weeks. And a bunch of other shows. I did put a list of all the shows that we talked about in the show notes for that. So if you want to know which shows are mentioned, I put them all in the show notes for that. Uh, Breaking Bad Season 2, Episode 8. That's the newest one that we've covered. And we'll be talking about Episode 9 tomorrow. Uh and uh yeah got my review for quiet place 2 that was another thing uh podcast on reality tv and and a whole bunch of other stuff as well so that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org, and you can also find us on podcast platforms uh let's get into our e3 predictions here i haven't got everybody written down because there's uh there's a lot of just sort of different things happening here and there. there's obviously the summer game fest uh, there's E3 and then there's other like game showcases and stuff. So I'm going to what I'm going to do here is I'll start off with Xbox. I'll do I'll read out my predictions and Then you can do your Xbox predictions if you want and then I've got written down Ubisoft EA and um, Yeah, Ubisoft and EA is the only ones that I've got written down as well. Uh, did you have other Xbox predictions? Or... uh well most of my xbox predictions
1: are going to fall into bethesda's as well so they're, they're kind of merged okay
0: um but yeah that's about All right. it All Right. um so the two the two things i've got written down for xbox is halo infinite fully shown uh updated gameplay story etc shown and i think it will be um revealed to be released in the fall of 2021 so like november ish which was is when it was supposed to come out last time because it was supposed to launch with the Series X. But uh, I think they'll show a little trailer. I think they'll show off with the gameplay new changes that they've made because obviously they received some, uh, let's call it feedback. Some of it was a bit harsh. Some of it was constructive. You, You know how the internet goes. Um, So we'll see how they've kind of responded to that, and obviously people moaned a bit about the graphics and that sort of thing. So we'll see how they've improved that. And uh, don't forget, there was a few weeks ago, not a few weeks ago, but about a month and a half ago or something like that. And we went through a couple of things that 343 had talked about, uh, some new enemy types and weapon types. So I'm guessing they'll probably show some of that stuff off uh you know show the new shiny stuff off and um give us a bit of a just a general good overall look at the game but i think halo infinite should and probably will um take up a lot of time at the xbox conference what do you what do you think
1: yeah honestly i think what they're gonna do is i i agree with you with the weapon types and showing the graphical updates but I think they're gonna phrase it more al- among the multiplayer aspect of the game, because uh-huh. obviously yeah. you don't want to spoil the story, um, and there's only so much you can, you know, amp up about the game itself without getting into story spoilers. But multiplayer, that's a great way to show off everything and spoil nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um you mean you mean like the gameplay specific stuff, don't you? Like yeah, the new stuff that they they've been working
1: now, on. Now there's so. there's rumors and I like I said this one hundred percent this is just rumors. But there's rumors that within a month of E three they will drop a multiplayer beta to kinda of do a stress test.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't mind trying out trying out like a beta or something. Um I don't know where my interest level's at with this game. I don't think I'm gonna jump into the multiplayer. But I'm intrigued as to what they're going to do with the story, as well. So we'll see. Uh, the other thing I got listed as predictions is uh, I think there will be a hell, a Hellblade 2 trailer shown. I don't think we'll see any gameplay, and I think we'll see a 2022 like you know splash screen sort of thing. Or even if they don't, obviously if they shown like no date at all, then it's definitely not this year. But I think that you'll see like a 2022 thing. I don't think the game's coming out this year. I've heard about some other things they're doing on it, and it does—it just doesn't quite sound ready yet. I could be wrong; these are just predictions. Um, but I think we'll—we'll we'll see a new sort of slice of the game. I don't quite think we'll see any gameplay. Um, you might see like maybe bits of gameplay spliced in with trailers here and there, but I don't think that you'll see like a gameplay demo of it because I—I—I I feel like that's a little bit of a ways off yet. Hailblade two, which is strange because I predicted. Uh, for the Series X that Hellblade 2 and Halo Infinite were going to launch with the system which Halo Infinite was supposed to and obviously it didn't uh, I don't think anything actually did but uh, yeah what do you think for uh, Hellblade 2 what we might see
1: uh, halfway de- de- decent prediction I don't think we'll see a whole lot of gameplay some of the rumors I've been seeing have been saying that it's kind of underdeveloped right now so it's not in that spot
0: to actually show Um, we'll just have to see Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this feels a little bit early, so we'll see. Uh, I'd be delighted if we saw some gameplay, and I was wrong. I'd I'd love to see more of this game, because I'm really looking forward to it, so we shall see. Uh, What is your Xbox slash Bethesda predictions? Uh, Well, we're definitely going to
1: get something from Starfield, because Mm. you don't put a part of the Starfield logo as part of your E3 logo without planning on showing something. What we're going to get, I don't know. I think at a bare minimum... We're gonna get some kind of like gameplay trailer. I doubt we're gonna to get too much into it because I don't think it's that ready yet for prime time. And with uh, Bethesda's total faceplant with Fallout seventy six, they're definitely not gonna have anything out that they can't you know show it a hundred percent being awesome. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Do you think they'll um uh? Because how long ago the Wastelander update was the l- newest update, wasn't it? No, they came out
1: with the uh, the Steel update that brought... Uh, steel. I, f- I forget what
0: it's called, but they brought in um... Uh, here, I'll just look it up. Okay. Cause I thought I thought the Wastelander was the... Because that was supposed to be like the big change that they kind of made and stuff. Uh, the question I was going to ask, um, do you think with Fallout 76, they'll tease like a new update of any sort? I'm not talking about like a massive DLC thing, I'm just talking about like we... Updated something or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: they do have, uh, because I, I, Steel was what I was thinking about because The Wastelanders came out and then there was Steel Dawn, which brought in the Brotherhood of Steel. Uh-huh. Um, the one that just came out last, well, month and a half ago was uh, Locked and Loaded, which was perks, loadouts, uh, camp loadouts, daily ops, and other things. Uh, there's a planned, um, uh, Thing for next month called Steel Rain Mm -hmm. uh, Which is more With the Brotherhood of Steel Whether or not It happens or not saying July 2021 planned And then there's one that's coming out Towards the fall called uh, Worlds Are Changing But there's no specifics on that Mm -hmm. And then in winter 2021 There's uh, Tales from the Stars Which looks like it's a uh, um, Seasonal event With more of the sci-fi alien stuff because I actually did jump back into it a little bit um, and played one of the newer quests from Locked and Loaded. Um, and it's basically you meet a companion. They're not like a travel companion. They don't go around with you and help you kill stuff. But it's a companion that sends you on quests. And I finished the uh, astronaut quest line and I got an alien blaster. But I don't have the ability to make ammo for it. So I'm wondering oh. if the uh, Tales from
0: the Stars is going to introduce that. Huh. That's a cool piece of kit nonetheless. Cool cool are they still um like patching the game like is its is it, it how is it running
1: it, it runs pretty good i mean there's still a little bit of lag but you know in any kind of online multiplayer sure. service game like that there's gonna be lag mm-hmm. um and it it's sad to say that after three years it's in a in a, in a decent playable state but it is a decent playable state so Definitely the first year of the launch, I would have not have recommended to buying it. I only bought it because it was on a massive deep sale and I got it for pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's at a state now to where I would not deny saying don't buy it. You know whether or not you want to buy it is kind of based off of your preference of that world. Um, so if you're not a fan of the game, I wouldn't buy it because it's not going to make you a fan. Mm-hmm. But if you know you you really like three and you really like New Vegas, Vegas it wouldn't hurt to try it. Okay, fair enough. Uh what else did you have for predictions? Um definitely going to get something along the lines from Fable. I doubt we'll mm. get anything more than a trailer um just because again it's not in a state to where it could really be shown. Um the only other and that's really just all I have to say. The only other prediction is is more of a hope than a prediction is that we get a big update for State of Decay 3. That's kind of the game that I really want more info
0: on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you there with that. I'd like to see more of a State of Decay. So, uh, the third one. Uh, Next up, I've got um, Ubisoft. Uh, We do actually have... uh, I suppose I can combine one of my... um, uh, This is like more rumor mill kind of stuff. Uh, So before I mention the, the prediction, I want to mention this first. Uh, so this is from IGN. Uh, now deleted now deleted images from an in-development game referred to as Battle Cat. Leaked on Twitter. Which seemingly combines several Tom Clancy titles into an objective-based uh, PvP game. Uh, so what I saw was like a Division uh, Splinter Cell kind of crossover. Um, which on paper sounds quite cool. It just depends... Okay, we, we've seen Sam Fisher in crossovers, like the mobile games that we've seen, and nobody really cares about them. I'm sure there's people that play them, but, like, in general, I don't think those games have a particular big audience because what everybody wants from Splinter Cell is either a remaster of the old games or a new game, at least in my opinion, anyway. Um, so that sounds all right. It just depends what that actually looks like and how that actually functions. It's good to say, like, okay, it has this... But that's that's a little bit sort of vague in terms of the idea of that. I mean you're not even that's not even telling you what genre it's gonna be. Is it gonna be turn based? Is it gonna be like first person, third person? We have we have no idea. So we've got that to go off as, as well go off of as well. Um but uh, my prediction Splinter Cell based was uh Splinter Cell in another mobile game, uh possible tease of the animated Netflix show. I don't think I don't think we'll see a uh Splinter Cell game. I think that's too much to uh, to hope for, uh, but I do think we'll we'll get um, an 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 update for the Netflix show, and it wouldn't be the first time that um, Ubisoft has mentioned Netflix because it was supposed to be that division film as well. Um, so that's what I think is going to happen. I think they'll actually do both. I think they'll do this Split the Splinter Cell crossover game, whatever that's going to be, because it was also in. Um, uh was it rainbow's no not rainbow 6 it was Age. ghost recon ghost recon that one the other ubisoft one he like appeared or whatever I, I i never saw any of that so i can't comment on it but um i think that's what they'll be doing with him and then um yeah i think he'll either be in another mobile game or they'll show off the same game that he's in cuz they'll do like an update for it or so, so, something along those lines is what i think they'll do uh what do you think they might do splinter cell wise
1: uh, the most likely is the Netflix update. I it would kind of be cool if we got some like Sam Fisher missions directed in uh, Division Two. I don't see that happening. Hmm. It'd be super cool if we did get some kind of remaster from the early games, but I'm not holding my breath out on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've had the um, I think it's Chaos Theory. It's supposed to be very very good. So I'd like a remaster of that because that would be cool. Um, Speaking of the Vision film, if anybody remembers that that was supposed to exist with Jake Gyllenhaal. And I can't remember who the other person was supposed to be, but I remember it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, I think we get no update for that film. I think it's dead. Um, Just because it's been so long since it's been announced. Now, it might be a case where we don't hear about it for another this year or, or next year. And then it's still a thing. But I think it's dead. I don't think you'll see an update for it. And that's what I think that they're going to to do with that do you remember that announcement vaguely but i don't see any updates on that really yeah yeah they they i think they did that one piece on it and then we never heard about it ever again and that was at least i want to say three years ago uh if if not more um I, i'm pretty sure we were podcasting at that time um but they they brought Rachel Jalen hall and whoever the other person was I think out on stage, uh, they didn't have like a trailer or anything. It was like kind of just announced. And uh, they just said, hey, it's going to be based on Division. It's going to be a Netflix film. And that was that. And then we never, ever heard about it ever again. (laughs) So um, we'll see. But I think you'll get no update. And I think the film is not happening. Um, I think you'll get a teaser for Division 3. Uh, now the only reason I'm saying that is because I remember there was a roadmap for Division 2 content. But that was also a long time ago so I'm pretty sure all that is out. Um, now this prediction doesn't count if it is an update for Division 2. I'm talking about an actual Division 3 announced. It feels it feels like it's been long enough since Division 2 has been out that they could warrant a third one. I'm also not counting the whole whatever this like Splinter Cell crossover thing is supposed to be. I'm talking about just a normal Division 3 teased uh, I don't think we'll see any games. I just think that we'll see like teasers for it. Uh, What do you think we could see from Division in that aspect?
1: I don't know that we'll see a Division 3, honestly, just because I haven't been paying attention
0: to the franchise that much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, The next thing I've got is um Assassin's Creed Japan. I think they'll try and do that. I think it will look shamelessly like a Ghost of Tsushima sort of clone-esque type of thing um because that was very much sort of a japanese kind of style um almost assassin's creed game sort of thing and ghost of tsushima was very very good at doing that don't get me wrong uh i mean there's things about that game that was kind of iffy on but i, I liked it overall i think we uh reviewed it last year me and you um, I think they'll try to do that. I think they'll try to do it both to appease fans. Because fans have been asking for that setting for Assassin's Creed. I know they did the, the 2.5D stuff. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the mainline Assassin's Creed games. Because they did China and some other countries. I think it was Russia as well. Uh, but I'm talking about like an Assassin's Creed game. That looks like a shameless sort of... Hey, let's jump in on the Ghost of Tsushima sort of train... And I think they'll try to, to do that, both to jump on that train and to also try to appease fans that have wanted that for a long time. And uh, it's in my predictions, but I still won't care if it happens. <laughs> uh, what do you think we'll see from Assassin's Creed? Because we're probably going to get a new one this year.
1: Uh, I honestly don't think we'll get a new one this year just because they have dialed it back from the annualizing of that franchise. Plus, I think, I think what we'll get more likely is um, some Valhalla DLC updates, so...
0: Maybe, maybe, um, that's a possibility. Uh, did you have anything Ubisoft based? Uh, maybe see some more uh,
1: specifics with how the game functions for Far Cry Six, but that's
0: about it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So moving on from that, my next one is EA. I think we'll see some new stuff for Apex, whether it's like a new season or like just updates for that game. Uh, I don't think that we'll see... Um, like a Titanfall 3. Because if you remember... That is based on that same franchise. So... But I don't think we'll see that. Uh, I think we'll see usual sports games. That's not like the actual prediction. But obviously we'll, we'll just see that from EA. This year's FIFA 22. Uh, I don't think any footballers... Will appear either on a stage... Um, or a presentation. Because, also because the Euros are happening. But I think we could see... Uh, if there is... I've picked from two different footballers that I think could appear, could appear in some sort of presentation if it does happen. Um, I think those will either be Rashford or Mbappe. Um, now, players like uh, Erling Haaland, also very big as well, but he's not going to quite appeal to that mainstream audience necessarily. I think Rashford definitely would, obviously because of the stuff that he's done off the pitch as well, with like helping... Uh, uh, like school kids with like food and that sort of stuff um and Mbappe is the other one I've kind of like he's kind of mainstream footballer so you could possibly see him but yeah I, I remember one year when they brought like Pelé out on stage I think it was Pelé and they've like mentioned like Maradona and uh some other players like that so I think you might see that um but if you do I think it will be one of those two any particular thoughts on that?
1: Um, well i don't really follow most of the eA franchises so anything that's under the sports moniker I just don't care
0: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> i don't play those games yeah I have no yeah. problem with people to play those games i just they're not enjoyable for me mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me anything else um I really don't know just because i don't know what ea does and doesn't have access to anymore mm. you gotta remember they lost all of their Star Wars licenses and they actually lost most of their uh, um, anything that's owned by Disney now license so we're not going to get anything from them Mm. so I really just I don't have enough of a background knowledge to know what they have access to that they could possibly come
0: out with Yeah, Uh, I think we'll see some more Battlefield 6 I think we'll get that teaser I think it's in the next couple of days or something but I think we'll get like an I think at at E3 we'll actually get like a proper like uh gameplay demo and stuff i think I, the teaser is tomorrow actually at the time of recording i think it's the 9th i think so i think it's the 9th so uh, but i think we'll get like a like actual presentation for it and that sort of thing maybe maybe showing a bit of multiplayer i'm not sure i haven't got a release date noted down for that um cuz i think that depends on some other games but possibly this fall i think uh speaking of star wars um i think they'll either show uh, Fallen Order 2, which I think that they're going to do. Or I think we'll see Battlefront 3. But I think we're a bit more likely to see... Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order 2. I think it kind of makes sense. Not that companies always do things that make sense. I think it kind of makes sense. You've got the Battlefield, Battlefront sort of... um franchises. If you show Battlefield 6 this year... Because uh, Battlefront 2, people are still kind of playing and stuff. So if you show Battlefield 6 this year and then chose Star Wars, like the actual action game and stuff, with Jedi Fallen Order, instead of Battlefield 3, I think that would be better. And then next year, do a uh, Battlefront 3 game. Uh, what do you think they'll do on that front?
1: Uh, I mean, we we definitely know we're going to get something from Battlefield, because they're doing a teaser tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Battlefield 3. I mean, it was just... Uh couple years ago that they did Battlefield 2 and they had like a really bad reception to it because of the pay to win aspect of it yep Um. so I don't know I mean I could see A Fallen Order 2 I just don't think it will hmm. I just don't I mean we would have heard something about this
0: yeah maybe so uh, but those are my EA predictions did you have any other predictions you wanted to talk about and yet, throw down. Um,
1: not so much prediction as I hope we get something jaw dropping. Because um, I remember uh, when they announced the backwards compatibility for Xbox with you know with the original Xbox games, and I just remember going, "Wait, did I read that right?" Because they didn't even announce it; it was just part of a crawl um, during one of the Xbox press conferences. And I'm like, "Wait." Can I rewind that? Can you go back to the point where you said that original Xbox games are going to be backwards compatible now? Yeah. Um yeah. so something on that level um so cool. You know, hopefully we can get that. If not,
0: if not, but you know, that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Okay. So is that to do? So if we were going to pick like one big overall thing we'd like to see cuz I've got something in mind for that. Um would it be to do with like Xbox or something then with that um
1: maybe on a some kind of announcement about getting stocks back up i know that's everybody's problem um that's not just uh you know on the xbox side that's going to be everything okay. um the only other real prediction i think is i think we're definitely going to get the switch pro
0: yeah yeah that could be a big one yeah uh, it's interesting you mentioned Nintendo, because I think if there's one big announcement I'd like to happen, obviously there's other things we probably won't have thought about that other companies will be working on that they might announce. Um, Crash Bandicoot for Smash Brothers, I think. Could I could be. see that. I could yeah. see that very easily. It just depends, because everyone talks about, that. oh, is it going to be Cloud? Is it going to be Sparrow? Is it going to be Crash? Is it going to be, like, uh, whatever? Um in regards to Spyro and Crash, that would depend on Activision and Nintendo's relationship. Because, of course, if Activision doesn't let that happen, or Nintendo doesn't want those characters, then that won't happen. Um, in regards to like Cloud or whatever, that would obviously be... Uh, that's the Square Enix thing, isn't it? With uh, Final Fantasy. So mm-hmm. if those characters were going to happen, it would be down to those. But the bi- uh, something big that I think would be quite cool to see would be uh, Crash for uh, for Smash. And also to see... Which design they will use for Crash as well? Because there's like four different versions of that character, which would be good. Uh, I think it would make sense to use the Crash Four version, um, but uh, we shall see. So, uh, by the way, mon- none of my none of my predictions here have got anything to do with Summer Game Fest as well. So maybe we'll do some. Uh, cause that's that's just going to be structured a bit differently. So I wasn't quite sure what to do for that. So, uh, but that's all the predictions we got. Let's jump into the rest of the news. See you for that in a minute. Alright, so I already mentioned the uh, Splinter Cell thing. The possible crossover with Division. Um, the other news piece that I had uh, was just one other thing. Which was... Uh, I don't have too much to say about this necessarily. I just thought the way that this was written was kind of... Kind of funny and amusing in a way. But just in regards to what Fortnite is. So, let, let me let me read this out. This is from from IGN. It says, Fortnite... Uh, Chapter 2 Season 7 is live And there's another alien invasion On the island Luckily Rick, so Rick from The Walking Dead And Superman are here to help (laughs) I think that's pretty cool Because given the amount of characters we've seen We've seen what um, Tomb Raider was in the game We've had a bunch of DC and Marvel characters You've got, I think it's Michonne Daryl and Rick from The Walking Dead Mm -hmm. Uh, Superman we've had, Batman we've had there was Kratos. There was Aloy, wasn't there, as well added to the game. Um, and just, yeah, just probably the weirdest named
1: character they've just added to uh, Fortnite is Kleiser, which I know you don't who, know, who yeah. <laughs> know who that is. Most um, people aren't going to know who that is. There's a really, really good book series called the Mistborn series. Uh, if you get a chance, buy it and read it. It's a really, it's a really interesting take on a power based society basically there's these characters that are uh can have the ability to consume a metal and then gain a specific power okay um most people can only consume one metal and only get that one power characters that are known as misborns can consume all the powers consume all the metals and get all the powers Uh, it's very interesting it's three books um so it's a nice trilogy Very well written, I'd highly recommend it But it's just like, that's so obscure of a character (laughs) To put in there And it's not even like it's an unpopular book I've had discussions with people In some of the Twitch chats that I'm in And they've all heard about it So if, you know, I'm in Indiana And if somebody in Scotland And somebody in uh, uh, Germany All know of the book You know, then it's clearly uh, Well well known enough So it's not like it's going to cost them a ton of money To get the rights to that for the game it's just that is it's not it's not mainstream enough that you would think somebody would do that as a character but they did it as a character. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Um the only kind of thing that holds these characters in this game back a little bit is you still have to use the Fortnite weapons. As far as mm-hmm. I'm aware anyway, I don't I don't think that you can use um Superman's like uh what's it called the the red beams from his eyes and stuff yeah, uh, the heat it's, vision heat vision that's it i knew there was a proper name just couldn't think of it and then the um how was it when he when he like blows and stuff what's the that super called? breath i guess i've only heard it yeah described as such. whatever that's called yeah i'm forgetting the names of of those things i don't know if you can like i don't think that you can like fly around as superman in Fortnite and like blow everything up i don't think that you can do that um so it's cool to have them in there and if you want to play as those characters in that game, that's cool, but I think that holds that back slightly. Although they could do it like they did with the Infinity Gauntlet
1: crossover to where you were your normal character, but then if you found the gauntlet, then you became Thanos,
0: and then you got those powers. Hmm. Yeah, the only difference there I suppose is you have to find like the gauntlet. Like it's a it's a fight to get that. Because what I'm kind of talking about is like buying Batman on the game, and using like batarangs and that sort of thing. That's that's kind of mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. I, I I know what you mean, but that's a little bit sort of uh, different. That 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 was probably that was quite a good time to for a uh, Fortnite when you could play as Stanus and that that was cool. Um, but uh, I just thought that just that sentence is funny. Like Fortnite, like there's an alien alien invasion, but don't worry, Rick and Superman are here to help you. <laughs> that's cool. So. Uh, That was kind of what I had. What did you have to talk about this week? Uh, Well, Microsoft
1: just announced, and when I say just announced, it hit my Twitter feed about an hour ago, uh, that they're going to have a big sale in conjunction with E3 and Summer of Games. So from June 11th to June 17th, um, there's going to be over 500 digital games, which are going to be receiving up to 55% off. Uh, Selection of games from Microsoft Game Studios are going to be 75% off. A selection of games on the PC digital are going to be 60% off. Uh, If you haven't had a chance to upgrade to Game Pass Ultimate, uh, you can do that for three months for $1 if you don't have gold. Um, Gaming accessories are going to get up to 25% off that, and gaming PCs are going to be price dropped. Some are going to be starting at $700 U.S., I uh, know this is all going to be, obviously, through Xbox Console, Xbox.com, and the Microsoft Store. And they did say that there's going to be regional specials as well. So take a look at the store, see what's on sale for your
0: area. Cool, cool. Um, I don't really sort of check the stores that much. If If I'm on one of my consoles and I want a little reminder of, like, okay, what games are coming out? You know, if I've kind of briefly forgotten certain games here and there. Then I'll look on like the coming soon section, or then obviously like new releases to see if I've missed or I've like, forgotten about any games. Um, but I just don't I don't tend to really buy that many uh, games. Obviously, I I have bought the last couple of games that I played like Oddworld Soulstorm, Little Nightmares Two, uh, Last of Us Two, and uh, Crash Four. So I guess I, in the last year in the last year or so I have bought more games through that than what i usually would um but that's just because i really wanted those games like the minute they were available to be played uh which was the whole point of doing that but um once i go back to my normal thing of you know boomerang game after boomerang game it's just going to be again that rotation of um you know play a game put it back in the post send it off wait for the new one play the other game while i'm waiting and uh keep going with that but no it's good that they're uh, doing more sales and that sort of thing that's great and uh yeah, have a look on the store and uh, see if you want to get any of them. Uh, any thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we gotta know the specific games and what
0: the sale is. So, sure. I'll definitely keep my eye out for it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's other like occasions as well to where if I do want to keep a game. So let's say if I'm like, if I'm playing on streaming it at different times, or if I, if I want a game to have but i don't want it to be like taking up a a, uh, rental slot then i'll try to go and like buy it or whatever um but that's like the only sort of difference with that so uh cool what else do you want to talk about
1: well um odd world soulstorm which i know you've been enjoying a lot Mm -hmm. uh just got a rating on the esrb for xbox and pc um this is did get its rating in brazil so i don't know if that means it's going to be worldwide but you kind of got to figure that if it gets a rating in brazil it's probably going to be coming everywhere
0: yeah yeah
1: should be uh where did you find that uh through um hang on i it just closed on I me mean, let me get back up real quick
0: okay on a website that you found then i'm guessing yeah so um Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I mean, it is uh, interesting with, because New new and Tasty, which was the remaster of the first game, uh, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, uh, was available on PS4 first. Obviously, PS5 wasn't a thing back then, because you're talking 2014, I want to say. And then that came out first on PlayStation, and then about, I think it was like six months later or something like that, it did come out on uh, Xbox as well. Uh, I do actually own New and I I own New and Tasty on Xbox and on PlayStation, and I own Soulstorm on uh, PS Four, so that's cool. So if I want to yeah, yeah. like, like revisit those and try and save everybody, I've got uh, the option to do so. What was you gonna say? It was reported on Gamatsu. Ah, Gamatsu. Okay, isn't that a website that um, Colin uses? I'm sure he said that. Yeah,
1: it, it's good if you want to get news from outside the US or the UK. Okay, they have okay. they have really good sources in japan and that region to get
0: the uh, things that you're not going to see mostly on uh, any other site cool cool um but uh i think the plan going forward is to kind of not erase the canon of Oddworld and start it again but to sort of like redo things a little bit because as, as i was watching um Kadikarus on youtube played the game and he's like really really close with the development team he personally knows uh lauren lauren lanning and uh, I, I remember there, there's a video on YouTube actually when he, uh, when Lauren Lanning announced Oddworld Soulstorm, he gave like Kedekaris like an actual shout out on stage and everything. So they're like, you know, if if Jim Jim Caddick's his name, if, if he tells you something about Oddworld Soulstorm, it's probably true because he literally talks to the development team. And those are Lauren Lanning himself, which is which is cool to watch somebody play the game who, who knows the developers like that. Um, By the way, that doesn't mean that he's all sort of like, hey, everything's a 10 out of 10. He does say that, like, you know, some of these, you know, this maybe isn't quite how it should be or whatever. He, he still gives you the truth on how he feels about the game. And he does say that, like, if he encounters any bugs in the game, he tells the development team. So, well, uh, it's, it's quite a good and well-functioning sort of relationship, which is good. Um, But he kind of said that... um. They were looking to remaster uh, Munch's Odyssey as well, uh, which is uh, one of the games in the Quintology. I'm not sure which one it was supposed to be. From the sounds of things, that should be the next one that uh, gets made Uh, because essentially this is sort of a new canon way to try to tie more characters. You know, I mentioned uh, Stranger's Wrath and uh, Munch before. Uh, It's a way to sort of tie those two characters and all the others into Abe's story. Because uh, the other games, if you go and play them now, more sort of just feel like disconnected spin-offs in the same world. Because um, I was I was looking on Boomerang and they had the um, I think it's called Oddworld Collection, which had Stranger's Wrath and Munch's Odyssey. But if they're going to remaster those games and make like a new canon storyline, I'll probably just wait for the remasters so I can play the proper intended story version of those. So we'll see how all that goes. But um, things are going pretty well for them over there, I think. So uh any thoughts on that
1: no i mean it's it's cool when it gets remastered, when it gets you know moved to other uh, consoles i know there's some people that are like really hardcore into the exclusives <laughs> and i can understand why cuz it, it it is a way to sell your console um but you know eventually that steam runs out and i you know if it's like you know, a year down the road and then we get it on xbox i think it's cool cuz i think mm-hmm. after that year everybody who has who was going to play it has played it by this point yeah it's like people that lost their shit when uh uh death stranding and uh um horizon zero Dawn came to pc it's like who is this
0: hurting like seriously <laughs> yeah yeah horizon's a game from what 20 yeah 2017 so yeah yeah if, if you really wanted to play those games by then then uh, yeah you, you would have already done it anyway so yeah but uh yeah it's good what's happening with old world And uh, it's been cool to follow Kodokress on that journey as well. So we'll see what happens. Uh, What else do you want to talk about? Uh, Well, we had a bit of a drama in the Hearthstone
1: community. Uh, Grandmaster Zachariah Hales, otherwise known as Xblazes, uh, he's had a rough season apparently this fall. I don't follow Hearthstone at all, so I'm just trusting the PC Gamer uh, website. Uh, He was docked two points uh, for the season for missing a match. Another match, he had accusations of win trading, um, he was playing the Grandmaster Playoff match uh, yesterday And was just Had a bad series of draws, which is why I don't get too invested in these card Games, uh, because you can Have the most awesome stuff, build the most Synchronized deck, and if your draws just screw you You're screwed um, So he was losing, and he decided to Rage quit, ended his game Closed his computer, turned off His webcam, that kind of thing Um the loss, you know, he was going to lose anyway, so this didn't affect the game. Um, the loss makes him not eligible for a spot in this year's world championship. Uh, mixed reaction online. Some people say that uh, he's a poor sportsman. Poor sportsman. Other people saying that, you know, he's just uh, frustrated with it. The article does say that he's 20. So, you know... It's understandable that a not-completely-mature per- person would have a not-completely-mature reaction. Sure, uh, me, yeah. personally, I don't care, but it is interesting that you're on that high of a level of a skill
0: set for a game, and you're still subject to just like, like
1: fuck it, I'm out.
0: Hmm. It sounds kind of like the equivalent... So I, I was thinking of football the entire time you were like saying all that. That's kind of the equivalent of if you're losing like 4-0 in the 90th minute and there's three minutes added on and okay you could score two maybe three but you probably aren't scoring four uh to like at least get a draw so that would be kind of the equivalent of like the players just walking off the pitch i suppose uh, it actually
1: of... happened here in the states oh the yeah. uh the american basketball playoffs are going on right now uh-huh and lebron james uh very very well known but he's not young he's 36 so he should know better his team was losing by thirty, and he just walks off the court. There's like, and it's not even like a minute left or whatever. There's literally like six minutes left in the game. He just it doesn't acknowledge anybody. Just gets up, walks off, and then oh. in the next game they were clearly losing as well. He gets up, walks out, doesn't shake anybody's hand, doesn't gra- congratulate the team uh, winning or nothing. He's just like, and he's getting roasted for it as well. He should.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, twenty yeah. year old, I don't like it, but I can accept it because you know you probably haven't been in that situation before. Yeah, but this guy's thirty six. He's been in multiple finals. He's been in multiple championships. He has won the championship. He should be more mature and a better sport at this point in his career, and okay. he's not. And he's just getting mountains of
0: just everything. It's gone nuts. Okay. So you said right. So you said there were six minutes left, and there were is it thirty? Yeah, they points were down by down. thirty. How, how quickly can you get thirty points?
1: Uh, a two. Well, a normal shot's two points. There's a line that if you're behind that, you get three points. Um, so ten three pointers, which is not hard, but not likely in six minutes, mm. you can score that thirty points. The thing, the key is the defense. Is it doesn't matter how many points you score, you got to keep the other team from catching up or maintaining that lead. Um, so you got to steal possessions you gotta steal baskets you gotta find ways to make sure you get more points than they do Hmm. it's not harder i've seen more bizarre point comebacks uh actually let me think that uh, give me half a second here okay
0: um but yeah it sounds kind of doable i suppose i mean i've not really seen much yeah um
1: reggie miller who is a great player for indianapolis here um won a game by scoring eight points in nine seconds. And this is a playoff game. Wow. Yeah. So, So. I mean, it it was bizarre. It's, and it's also very old too. This was like, um, in 2015, it was the 24th anniversary of that. Um, but I remember seeing that. I'm just like, it's like, what, 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 what? (laughs) So it's not impossible. It's definitely very challenging, but he gave up.
0: Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, There was a Man United game, actually, this season just gone. I think it was in the first half of the season, so it would have been last year but this season. And we were losing, I think it was 2-0 away to Brighton. And we'd scored two really good goals to come back. And we had a corner in the 92nd minute, I want to say, something like that, like right at the very, very end of the game. And the ball got crossed in, Maguire headed it, And uh, it it, the ball hit a Brighton player, and then the referee blew for full time. The main idol players were all like holding up their arms and like tapping their arm to signal like he handballed it, and they're Mm -hmm. all like shouting and like you know ref handball kind of thing. Um, The referee had blown for full time. It was three. It was um, two two at that point. The referee then decided okay because the handball happened before I blew the whistle, it was still in normal time. So he went over to VAR. Which is to like analyze. Okay, did he handball it and whatever he did, and then he gave us a penalty and we scored it. So we were uh, we were awarded a penalty after full time. That's how that's how close that was, and then uh, <clears throat> yeah, then we scored it and then we won the game. So and loads of people moaned about it, but hey, there you go. So <laughs> that was cool. Um, but yeah, like you said, he yeah. This guy if is, it goes
1: to official review, then yeah, go ahead i said yeah if a call like that goes to official review and then they take the time to watch the tape and make the proper call then
0: that's you know what it is so yeah yeah plus the incident did happen before the whistle was blown so it was still in uh normal time so um but yeah like you said this guy's like you know 20 years old he's maybe got some thing things to learn and stuff and uh we'll see what happens with all that so uh what else did you want to talk about today
1: Uh, Well, the last thing I have to talk about today, um, I think we'd officially call it, this is going to be the weirdest thing I talk about for a very long time, Uh because there's so many things that are just confusing and bizarre and like, what the hell, I I don't even know. So there is a current promotion going on with McDonald's for a chicken nugget meal that has a tie-in with K-pop band BTS and somebody online put a nugget from the nugget meal on eBay because the nugget looks like a character one of the crewmates from Among Us <laughs> guess how much this single nugget
0: sold for i remember saying that as you were reading out i'm the story kind of pops into my head cuz i kind of forgotten about it um what was it again was it like 10,000 or something i wish after
1: it? 184 bids, the closing auction ended at $99,997 US. Oh, which is almost 71k in pounds.
0: Mhm. Yeah, for, for uh, a
1: for... single chicken McNugget.
0: Yeah, it was just cuz it was it was shaped like the Among Us character, wasn't it? Yes. So, yeah.
1: I hmm. I my brain is broken i i don't know what to say, mm. and just for context, um, so you just understand how idiotic that amount of money is, um, obviously the numbers have changed a little bit. The last numbers that I know are from twenty fifteen, so the numbers have probably moved a little bit, but roughly seventy five thousand dollars if that 's what you made for your job in a year, that puts you just under the top ten percent mark. So this guy spent 25% more than what 90% of Americans will make in a year working a job on a chicken nugget. (laughs) Why can't I find something random and have a whole bunch of stupid-ass rich people
0: throwing their money at me? (laughs) Yeah, (sighs) maybe maybe we should work on uh, making something.
1: I need to lie down.
0: Yeah, maybe we can make a chicken nugget into the entertainment tool logo. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) yeah uh, I was just thinking you know when you said like this was a really really bizarre thing, I was just thinking back to the uh k f c dating simulator or the colonel Sanders yeah, thing or whatever, but at least so. I
1: could understand that as a concept, it's kind of a uh-huh. spoof on dating simulators, sure. it's not the sure. first you know mascot based game back mm-hmm. in the early three sixty era, there was a bunch of Burger King games, and they were legit games that just happened to be you know Burger King. I mean, hell, back in the the Atari twenty six hundred game, uh, there was a Kool Aid Man game. Is Kool Aid Man a known franchise in uh, the UK? Yeah, pretty sure I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So it was literally a game where you played as the Kool Aid Man, mm. and this is back in like the early eighties. So it's not like this is a that was a new thing. <laughs> yeah, it was super yeah. bizarre, but it wasn't out of the realm. This is just a chicken nugget that sold for a hundred k.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there you go uh, Let's move on from that into some emails and everything uh, If you want to let us know what you think of anything we've mentioned here uh, Lots of different cool, interesting, fun, weird stuff as well uh, Or let us know what you're playing, what you think of what you're playing Or what you'd like to see as well at E3 Which some people have here uh, But if you want to send in those thoughts and whatever uh, Matthew dot org, Twitter talk UK, There's a contact page and information in your show notes So Jack has written in with an interesting joke Which is aimed at me <laughs> Says not sure if Matt has heard of it But I think he should check out The Last of Us It's got great different types of zombies And it uh, And, and is from Naughty Dog who made Crash Only kidding I'm not new to eTalk or anything Just wanted to throw in some light hearted fun Hope you're both well Um, Yeah might check it out Might play it might review it Might uh, make a uh, dedicated podcast series For it who knows um but uh no that was it was kind of interesting to to write that in and everything um we don't mind that sort of stuff on the show you know light-hearted and we d- we just talked about a chicken nugget being sold so you know we're open to uh light-hearted fun on the show definitely um yeah what do you think of jack's comment
1: <laughs> yeah it's it make, it's a good little you know fun thing to say um i i enjoy jokes uh i grew up my my grandmother actually had a uh a master's in english and a bachelor's in french and there's nothing that she loved more than just stupid puns (laughs) a perfect example um that tree outside your house i think it might be evil i mean it looks a little shady (laughs) yeah Yeah, i I have like i could do like a three-hour set with stuff like that but i won't torture the rest of the
0: audience with it so cool we also don't have three hours so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um cool uh but yeah no we're uh we're all good with that and um yeah if you do want to check out me doing some last of us stuff i am streaming the game and yes there's also the world of the last of us podcast series as well that you can check out where i uh may have talked about the game once or twice here on entertainment talk uh it's pretty interesting that the game's almost a year old and i've been playing it and talking about it and mentioning it for almost a year and it's not a multiplayer game it's not a live service game i just have played it a lot of times for various different reasons um, not like every week for a year. Obviously, I took like some breaks from it and stuff. But you know, all, all all the game of the year award talk that we've done for it, and just other things as well. So um, yeah, holds a uh, holds a special place with me, definitely. Uh, as does Naughty Dog themselves. Um, Beth says, uh, my only E three prediction are that Nintendo will do do something with Animal Crossing, maybe some DLC, and will re-tease... Uh, Metroid 4. Uh, for those of you who maybe don't remember, with Metroid 4, it was revealed four ish years ago with a splash screen, basically just had like the Metroid 4 um, uh, logo and everything. And then I think about a year and a half to two years later, maybe they said that they were restarting development on it, which would have significantly slowed things down. Then obviously, COVID happened and everything like that. Uh, so, I think that's a possibility, it has been a long time, even, even since the announcement of the restart of development, it has been a long time announced for that, I kind of wonder, because I I can't work this out timeline-wise, the time between when that announcement was made for the restart of development, and the, the, like, start of COVID, and everything, I can't remember how much time that was because obviously they would have made a certain amount of progress from that point to covid then they would have had to have like worked from home and that sort of thing which would have slowed things down Uh, i don't know how much time that was uh at least maybe a couple of years or so i think um what do you think we do you think we might see something from metroid 4 entirely
1: possible likelihood i'd probably put it like 60 percent, just because it has had a couple years of development so they might want to get hyped with it um with the new Switch Pro or whatever they wind up calling it coming out, that would be a, a cool way to combo that out. It's yeah. like, hey, here's yeah. a here's a new better version of the Switch and here's a new better version of Metroid to play on the Switch. Mm. Yeah. Um let's be honest, I I don't hate the Switch, but the game selection is a little limited. Um yeah. now that's not to say they don't have great games. Um obviously, you know, Mario Party, Mario Kart, Breath of the Wild um animal crossing sold crazy big numbers i think it wound up topping off at like 13 14 million something like that something like that yeah so it do, it's not like it doesn't have good games on it it just it doesn't have the breadth of third-party games like pc xbox or play five uh, ps5 you know playstation yeah. 4 does but they are getting there i mean you could play doom on switch um there's a ton of other games you can play on switch um so they are getting more and more interest in third party they just their first party games tend to be the big sellers and that's kind of petered off i don't know i can't even think of the last first party game that's come out that was like a big wow factor i think honestly the last one was uh animal crossing and that's almost a year old yeah yeah actually it's over a year yeah
0: it was march last year wasn't it i think so
1: that was the that game came out at the absolute perfect time because that's when everything started locking down.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so it sold crazy big because we had all this time on our hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh I think both those things are possible. Animal Crossing DLC. Uh, Nintendo clearly knows that's a big franchise for them. Uh mm-hmm. it's not my kind of game, but as we say, you know, clearly there's a big fan base for that game and people love it. So uh that's cool for those people. I've also heard from a lot of different people, some of which have written into the show that just say it's a really just sort of calming therapeutic game and uh that's always a good thing so it's, it's uh, a
1: very chill game i can
0: 100% agree with that yeah definitely so and uh i've never actually played any metroid games but i'm curious to do so but i would i would want some sort of remaster of the older games on the switch because i'm not gonna go looking for like the old versions of those games on the old consoles so uh that would be the way to pique my interest for that but I do kind of have an interest in that franchise. I just haven't started it yet. So yeah,
1: I mean, there's a reason it is an iconic game. Uh, you know, to have cut your teeth on it, you would have had to play the early NES SNES games. There's actually a yeah. term called Metroidvania because both Metroid mm. and Vani- uh, Castlevania had a non-linear gameplay in terms of you know you go you know there's a map and you go up, down, left, right, whatever through different pathing systems, and then you had to get unlocks or upgrades or whatever to progress through different areas because you couldn't get past this one point till you found a bomb to blow up the wall, or you couldn't get this past this point until you had a specific laser to, to mm-hmm. blast open something. So Yeah. Um if you want a good style game like that that's not that, I would highly recommend Shadow Complex. Um it's probably the best example of a Metroidvania game um that isn't a Metroid game. Uh-huh. It's a very good game, I highly recommend it. Cool, cool.
0: Uh, but yeah, So, I, I don't even really want to just like, okay, if they don't remaster the old games, and then just make Metroid 4, whether or not that would be a good jumping on point? Because things like, you know, The Witcher 3, you can play The Witcher 3 and not know anything about it, and it will still make sense and everything. I mean, that's exactly what I did. Uh, you don't need to play 1 and 2 for that. So if Metroid 4 is like, okay, you can jump on here, then I guess I'll do that, but Otherwise, we'll uh, just have to see. So, uh, but it ain't uh, it ain't coming out tomorrow. So, yep. um, we'll we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, uh, E three is going to be starting soon. So, with Summer Game Fest, I am sure the news will ramp up, and we'll have uh, even more things to talk about in the future. Uh, I am looking forward to it. I am uh, going to be curious to see what what things get announced, um, what things look good and bad, and we can judge things from there. Oh, one last thing that I wanted to bring up as well. They uh, there was a um. Gameplay thing released for uh I was it called Crisis the the Collection, whatever it was. because uh, 'cause they'd like decided to like go back and like improve what was shown. Um if that's how that game is gonna look, that looks really kind of cheap and kind of crap in my opinion. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw any of the gameplay for that, but I, I started watching it and I was like, Okay, this looks okay. And then as it just went on and on, I was like, no, nah, this 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 doesn't it doesn't look right. And I'm not even talking about visually, like that. Some of the gameplay just doesn't it just doesn't look right to me. Uh, Which is
1: weird because back in the day,
0: Crisis was the game that you yeah, used yeah.
1: to benchmark on your PC
0: builds. Yeah, I remember being told that at high school. Um, I think somebody was playing Crisis Two or Three on PC and they had like a fancy gaming PC and everything, and they were like, oh, this game's like you know awesome and everything. And I thought, huh, maybe one day I'll play that. And over ten years later, I still haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, no, it it doesn't look it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Um, like some of the, the just the like the shooting and the movement and yeah, just doesn't look that great. So I hope it looks better than that in the final release. But we'll see. So I just wanted to kind of throw that in there as well. So uh, that's what we got for you for this episode of Gaming Talk um we'll have more stuff to talk about next week so we'll be back next week again to talk about some more stuff in the meantime uh you can find everything else that we do on entertainment org, tv video games films and manchester United podcasts. so check all those out if you want to uh if you want to support the podcast and entertainment talk you can simply listen to more episodes that we've got there's plenty available uh you can follow us for free on wordpress um that's basically a way to follow us through email so if you don't have like podcast services or social media that kind of stuff Uh, most people have got email addresses so if you sign up to wordpress for free with an email address follow us on there you'll get an email when we post new things you don't need to go onto wordpress you just need to click on the email that you'll get sent it will provide you with a link you can click on that and uh, follow us through that way as well which is quite good uh you can also you know uh share the podcast around on social media or just tell people what we do and where they can find it through just word of mouth uh so there's that patreon you can also check that out as well one dollar three dollar level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options so take a look at that if you want to uh David's posting TV and film news still over on Geektown, GeekTown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Those post on Tuesdays. Look out for a new episode today as well. Uh Bex is streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch, TristaBytes, TristaBYTES. Go and give her a follow over there for all all the different streams as well. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK for The Last of Us at the moment. a uh, Last of Us Two at the moment. Uh and you can find those streams, archived, all of the, all of them currently that I've done are on YouTube, I uh, updated it the other day so you can look up those on YouTube and the little clip of me talking about that scene and stuff, you can find that as well uh, that's YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays for that thanks for listening and we'll see you next time goodbye, goodbye.